I'm Denise. She's a non-fiction editor. And I'm Louise. She's a fiction editor. And together, we're the Editing Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Editing Podcast. So this episode follows on from the previous one and offers you five more tools that can help any editor or proofreader work more efficiently. That's right. So this time around, we're going to chat about using online dictionaries, online style guides, templates, Microsoft Word styles palette, and speeding up work in Word by using wildcards and the find and replace tool. Yeah. So let's start with online dictionaries. So the reason these save us time is because we can bookmark them in our browser or create macros that open them with a keyboard shortcut. And that means they're quick to access. They're also much quicker to search than printed dictionaries. So if you're a member of a UK library, you can access, um, you can probably access, not definitely, but mm. probably access Oxford dictionaries for free by logging in with your library card number. Otherwise, the annual subscription is around, I don't know, I think it's only about 17 quid. It's actually... And I'll tell you, because I renewed mine yesterday. <laughs> it's okay. something like £16.65 or 66 or something okay. like that. So it's under £17, which is an absolute steal, can so, I just say. So am I right in thinking then it's not a member of a UK library, but of an English library, or perhaps, but maybe not all the four nations? Uh, I'm not sure, because um, I, I know that in some areas in England you can't get access through your library so it very much comes down to your local council right right so it might be just Glasgow's rubbish I actually don't know I maybe could get it through my library to be honest didn't check just went for the <laughs> Fair just, enough. just went for the it's only 17 quid and I don't yeah. need to investigate I can just it's Fair on enough. my browser bar so there you yeah. are there you are <laughs> okay <laughs> that's fair enough enough moving on <laughs> think what you could have bought me with 17 quid. 17 pounds half a bottle of gin i know i know shame <laughs> on you you need no. to sort that out sorry missus <laughs> okay where are we oh yeah okay then right so another really good option yes i was using this today is Merriam-Webster's free online dictionary and thesaurus. Now, we like using this when we want a resource that top lines American spellings. But like all good resources, Merriam-Webster takes care to include variants. So it's a good all-round efficiency tool. It really is. Yeah, I love it. Um, and I don't have anything else to say about it. <laughs> Just, it is what it is. Just it is use what it. it is. Yeah, yeah, use it. And it yeah. I, I think it's, it's, well, the online version's you know the free versions are really good i don't yeah. have to pay i don't have paid access no it. neither do i i use it this yeah. is another one it's on my browser bar yeah. and yeah. my quick access so it's there all the time yeah so next yeah. up is online style guides uh, these two are brilliant for editorial efficiency because they're keyword searchable so mm -hmm. the chicago manual of style is a great example of a style guide that's massive in print form <laughs> think and, doorstop <laughs> yeah and somewhat unwieldy when you're not quite sure which section to check for the answer you're looking for mm. and the online version of that changed my editing life because with just one key line, uh, keyword I'm able to see at a glance the multiple sections that might be relevant and it's great value too so I think if you subscribe for three years it works out around 37 dollars a year yeah yeah and and I think if you use Chicago manual style all the time that's a fabulous resource to yeah. use. I, I don't use it as much. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I still use my um, 
my print version when I do use it but I, <laughs> I it makes me feel like I'm some kind of researcher in some ancient old library when I'm flicking through loads of pages with my glasses on the end of my nose yeah. trying to find something I quite like that and, you know you know that's a thing actually because sometimes because there will be people listening who will go oh would I enjoyed flick, enjoy flicking through the pages and, mm-hmm. and fair dues you know there are times when I you know I'm really into my print books I've, I've, my Kindle is lying somewhere in a heap uh-huh. um, I like I like the feel of the pages and some people like to do that when I'm working but um liking it's fine yeah it's just you know but when 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 we're flicking through pages that's mm-hmm. it, we're less efficient and it's yeah, okay. and we are we are talking efficiency things here yeah. yes and, and if you want to be less efficient mm-hmm. go for it go for it yeah. Yes, yeah. You might like the smell of it, for example. I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. And I like the weight of the paper as well. And this is completely off topic. We should stop talking about this. But anyway, that um so that's the one that I like look, looking at in paper. But the online one is brilliant. I absolutely agree. Yeah. So an alternative to um the CMOS online, although it's not quite as comprehensive, is New Hearts Rules. And you can access this online as part of the annual Oxford Dictionary subscription that we were just talking about. And as Louise said before, that might mean you can get it for free if you're a UK library card holder. Um, Because being able to do online keyword searches is just quicker. Yeah, just quicker. Just quicker. Um, So let's talk now about Microsoft Word templates, because these can save us a ton of time too, can't they? I do love a good template. Oh, so do I. Templates just are life. I just, I don't know how I managed before I knew that they existed, actually. I know, yeah. I know. Templates and styles. So we recommend creating them for any correspondence you send out or publish regularly. Now, that might be reports or contracts or blog posts, booklets, letters to clients, anything like that. The point is you're not reinventing the wheel. Yeah. And 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 then so the other thing that um, we should mention, of course, is that you can you can create styles um templates that mean that if you if you're if you're working on a piece of text um for a client and and it's a client that you work with regularly and you you want to ensure that the same you're you're able to apply the same styles that are coming up in the text again set up something for that and then oh, um, that will just make you like it's oh, just brilliant just brilliant <laughs> so the 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 key to getting the best out of these is to ensure that you've styled all the different elements of the text yeah. during the templating creation process and so when you apply a template to an existing document a lot of the format what the formatting works already done yeah. yes you have to put in the effort in um, the first time around but it really is just a one-time job it really is and it's so worth it yeah. yeah so we've put a link in the show notes about how to create a template but trust us if you've not yet explored this efficiency process it's not difficult all you have to do is follow the instructions And if you've already got Microsoft Office, creating templates isn't going to cost you anything. Oh, and if you're a fiction editor, Louise has a course that includes a huge template that you can use to save you a ton of time. And we'll pop a link in the show notes about that. Yeah. Now, we've mentioned styling templates um, above and actually investing time in learning how to use styles is going to make every editor and proofreader more efficient in the long term. I've got a couple of free videos about the basics which we can link to but let's talk a little about why styles save you time. 
Yeah. So basically, you're introducing consistency to the various elements in the text. And by defining styles, you can quickly make universal changes to things like font size or line spacing or alignment efficiently, which gives you more time to focus on editing rather than formatting. Yeah, so we can think of the styles palette as an alternative form of tagging. Even if the file you're working on isn't the final design, you're still in effect tagging the text elements so that the interior designer or typesetter knows what's what. Mm, and it also means that if you turn a style document into a PDF, that information is embedded, which is great for accessibility and is something we learned about only quite recently. Isn't we it? did. We did at the mm. CIP conference. Yeah. Because um, and the reason for that is because the information a screen reading app will use to tell the user whether a piece of text is a heading, a subheading uh, or body text and so on is, is embedded in those styles. So let's wrap up with our final effic um, efficiency tool, wildcard. <laughs> wild cards, wild cards, wild cards, and the find and replace tool. So find and replace is just gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah, it is. it's, it's it's so simple, but it's so powerful as well. Yeah, yeah. And when you're working in Word, it absolutely does what it says on the tin. You tell Word what you want it to find and how you want to change it. And the great thing is that it's not a blunt instrument. Yeah, I love the control you have over it. You can make universal changes, but you can also make decisions one step at a time if you need to. However, there are sometimes more complex things you might want to adjust. And that's where understanding wildcards comes into play. Yeah, so here's an example. Let's say you want to change the way in-text citations are styled. Perhaps you need to place the author's last name before their initials and your client styled them differently. And what wildcard find and replaces do is allow you to search for complex strings of data that match a pattern and then make changes that don't damage the text. And in the example Denise used, which might involve hundreds of amendments, you're going to be able to save a ton of time with just a few button clicks. Mm. Now, it's true that more complex wildcard search and replaces can feel a little overwhelming. Oh, yeah. And so we recommend you grab a copy of Jack Lyon's wildcard cookbook for Microsoft Word. It comes in under 13 quid uh, yeah. and it's an absolute gem because Jack basically teaches you the principles of wildcard searches so that you understand how they work. And that means you can learn how to carry out what appear to be quite tricky tasks with confidence. Yeah, or even simple ones. My favourite, the first one I learned was changing hyphens to end dashes in number ranges. And yeah. that is so simple yeah. and so effective. Yeah. And I think that's just one of the most useful things if you're working on lots of references and things, there's page ranges in it. It's a thing of beauty. It yeah. Is. So one final thing to mention more broadly before we go is a course offered by the Chartered Institute of Editing and Proofreading, and it's called Efficient Editing Strategies and Tactics. And it runs several times a year. And we'll pop a link into the show notes for you about that so you can check it out. And that course currently costs between £216 and £360, depending on whether or not you're a CIEP member. Yeah. So that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening again. If you'd like to help support the editing podcast, you can join our Patreon community for only £3 a month. Yes, we'd love to have you on board. So if you're interested, hop over to patreon.com forward slash editing podcast. All our patrons get exclusive access to a huge batch of transcripts and we'll pop a link in the show notes for you. In the meantime, she's been Louise. And she's been Denise. Join us again soon. Bye. Bye.